thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Thank you for downloading Beer Nuts for free on iTunes or from ChristopherMedia.net. Please make sure to rate Beer Nuts five stars on iTunes and help to tell others about Beer Nuts by leaving a comment. Thank you for following Beer Nuts on Twitter at Beer Nuts Podcast and on Instagram at Beer Nuts Podcast. Please like the Beer Nuts Podcast on Facebook to like and share Beer Nuts. If you'd like to donate to Beer Nuts, you can click on the PayPal button at ChristopherMedia.net. If you use Amazon.com, please click and bookmark the Amazon link at ChristopherMedia.net. It will not cost you any extra money, and you will help to support Beer Nuts. If you're looking to launch your own website, please click through the HostGator banner at ChristopherMedia.net. Christopher Media uses HostGator to host all of the shows produced by the Christopher Media Network. When you click through the HostGator banner at ChristopherMedia.net and sign up for HostGator, you're helping to support Beer Nuts. TheBroBasket.com Guys are tired of all those boring socks and ties. BroBasket is the answer to the age-old question, What do I get a guy? We know that choosing the perfect gift for a man is a difficult task, but not anymore. TheBroBasket.com is here to help. We all know men are hard to shop for, but what do guys actually like? Their favorite alcohol, that's what. It could be craft beer, wine, whiskey, scotch, or tequila. TheBroBasket.com will put it in a gift basket full of their favorite gear and goodies. You can customize your own BroBasket or choose from a variety of different BroBaskets, like the Ultimate Import Sampler, the Jack and Coke Gift Set, or the Junior Executive Gift Basket. Boozeless but still cool BroBaskets are also available. TheBroBasket.com gives you many shipping options to choose from, including rush delivery and Saturdays. 21 and over, please. State and local laws apply. Beer, wine, and liquor are not available for shipping in all states. You can help to support Christopher Media by clicking through the TheBroBasket.com banner at ChristopherMedia.net. Alcohol gift baskets. What men really want. Men used to be hard to shop for. TheBroBasket.com. Christopher Media. Let's make some noise. Welcome to Beer Nuts, a weekly excursion into the world of craft beer. Brought to you by MichiganBeerGuide.com. And now, here are the Beer Nuts. Okay, everybody, welcome to another episode of Beer Nuts. I think this is episode number 57. So, this is your host, uh, JR, from MichiganBeerGuide.com. Unfortunately, Chris is not with us this evening. He's had some travel issues with uh, the airlines. So uh, we'll be uh, drinking one for him in spirit. So uh, we're going to start out the show with a quote of the week, as we always do. But before we do that, we open it. We invite everybody to crack open a beer and uh, and uh, enjoy a beer with us, because we're just a bunch of regular guys that like to talk about beer and drink good beer and expose people to better beers. So whether you're a Bud Light, Coors Light, Miller Light guy, or you're a little bit more sophisticated palate. Hey, we, we got room for everybody, so cheers, everybody, and uh, for the quote of the week, I pass it on to Dugout. Well, actually, All I right. introduce anybody, so edit that out, and I'd like to introduce, uh, first, I'd like to introduce Dugout. Hey, John, JR, and Uncle Pete, how are hey. you? Good, great. And Uncle Pete's with us tonight. Welcome, hey, Uncle All right, Pete. everybody. So, uh, again, uh, we're going to start out the show with a quote, and Dugout, I believe, has got the floor. Yeah, uh, this quote is from Mickey Spillane, famous uh, detective novelist. And here's the quote. Mike Hammer drinks beer because I can't spell cognac. <laughs> <laughs> so cheers, everybody. Cheers to good beer. It's a very arbitrary comment. But it's, and no it's cognac. <laughs> well, 
I am thirsty, so I'm going to just pop open a beer. Everybody, please join me. And I am pouring a Valentine's beer because this show is about Valentine's beer. So happy Valentine's Day or happy VD. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, particular beer I am pouring is from Alesmith Brewery, San Diego, California. And it's called My Bloody Valentine. My Bloody Valentine. Oh, I saw that. I almost bought that today. It's got a picture of an arrow through a heart. It's kind of a spooky. It looks like it's crossed between Halloween and Valentine's Day. My Bloody Valentine. It's a good oh, band. And it's 6.66% alcohol, by the oh, way. Oh, that's so, honest. I don't know. Uh, this is... Okay, well, I'm going to read the bottle before I even taste this, just to see what I'm up against here. It says, don't spend this single awareness day alone. Grab a beer. This red-blooded cousin of Evil Dead Red Ale, our Halloween brew, has a beautiful crimson color. Notes of caramel, toast, and bittersweet chocolate balance an intense bouquet of floral hop aromas that we know you'll fall in love with. The finish leaves a pleasant, full-bodied sweetness on the palate that won't spread angry rumors about you to all your friends. Like that one time when I was, oh, uh, happy Valentine's Day. Pair this beer with Jilted Lovers, Reservations for One, or your favorite Elmo album, Emo album. Serving a pint at 45 to 50, so. All right, well, maybe this isn't for uh, you uh, couples... Maybe it's not a very romantic beer for couples, but for those of you that uh, are not coupled, maybe this is your beer. So I'm going to, I just poured it. It's got a really nice, healthy two-finger head. It doesn't go away. The head is just sticking around. Got a little bit of spicy aroma to it. A little spiciness. Let me see. That. I don't really. Well, I'm going to dive right in. Yeah, it's got some spice to it. Um, it's really caramely, malty. I'm looking for the bittersweet chocolate. It's there, but it's not real pronounced. It's not real chocolatey. So, it's got a medium to light mouthfeel. It's not full-bodied. But, man, it, it uh, it's holding its own with a... Uh, I shouldn't say that it's light. It's more medium. It's, it's holding its own with uh, enough malt here to balance the spicy hoppiness. It almost tastes like there could be rye in this. So definitely it's like a, uh, a dark, medium-bodied, like uh, caramely, a little bit of chocolate, toasty caramel, bready, biscuity, that kind of a mouthfeel. So not sure if that was the best description, but it's what I'm, what I'm experiencing here, like a bready malt. Almost like a uh, Belgian double without the Belgian yeast influence, like more clean and crisp. And again, probably uh, it's it's a very unique beer, but uh, I like it. But uh, again, it's not the typical couples beer. It's more for the disgruntled Valentine who maybe is wishing they had a Valentine. That's what you get when you uh, cross a Halloween beer with a Valentine's beer, I guess. Not much more I can say about this, but it's my bloody Valentine. I would elicit comments from you guys just by what you've heard. Do you have any questions for me? Like uh, Maybe I can explain it better? No, I was wondering about it. I was glad to hear uh, your comments. 
I, I had it in my hand at the store, and I was almost going to buy it for a Valentine's uh, beer review. And uh, passed for the Stone Enjoy by 214.17, but we'll get to that. But no, glad it, to hear it, about it, it. It says full-bodied sweetness on the palate. I don't think it's quite full-bodied. It's medium-bodied. I will say that you know, the, the carbonation's holding up well. You know, there's still a, a solid layer of white foam on the top. It's well built. It's uh, probably a, uh, a very uh, a dark red ale type thing. Um, lots of bready, biscuity malt. And so would you say to- it's a little deceptive in a way that it's not as dessert like as? Oh, it's not know? dessert in any way. No. Okay. All right. Because typically more... that's what you think with a Valentine's Day beer. Yeah. No. So, no. It's, it's you know not something that. with some sweetness that's um, you know going to. Uh, complement a, a dessert really well i'd say uh there's malt sweetness but not not much it's it's a more bitter than sweet so yeah it's not what i expected it would be but not a bad beer i mean uh i hope uh, i hope Elspeth's not mad at me for this description it, it is what it is <laughs> you, know, you know it's you gotta uh it's, call as you see it you gotta be honest about things um and, uh, I'm not giving why, it a negative a view. It's just not what I expected it would be as a. Oh you know, right, right. Balance. I would have expected something like that to be a little more, I guess, dessert style than. No, not, no, definitely not. Definitely not. Maybe that's what they're saying by uh, you know it's for the single guy that <laughs> jilted. You know, what they yeah, because what are you going to do? Oh. Sit sit by yourself and eat a eat a box of heart shaped chocolates. Yep. <laughs> There's chocolate malt. Are you going to drink a beer? There's 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 a significant amount of bitterness on the finish, um, and I would m- imagine jilted lovers are bitter. <laughs> <laughs> well, alrighty then. So uh, yeah, well, uh, I guess it's probably a good thing we started with this one because now we can get a little love- lovey dovey with the next few. <laughs> <laughs> so Uncle Pete, why don't you? Uh, uh, Take over the reins here and uh, get okay. something. Let's see what we got then. Uh, if we can kick off the uh, Valentine's spirit of love and love of beer and beer my Valentine, so to speak. Um, I got the Stone Enjoy By series. It's uh, Enjoy By 214 of 17, so Valentine's Day 214. And it's a chocolate and coffee India pale ale this time. And uh, kind of intrigued me just looking at it, thinking about it. It's definitely the label is uh, bright red with the, the classic stone uh, gargoyle on the front. And uh, you know, I was intrigued by the idea of chocolate and coffee. Of course, if you want to share chocolates and coffee with your uh, the one you love for Valentine's Day, but to, to mix it with an India pale ale was intriguing. And I thought, well, you know, I've had coffee flavored uh, blonde ales and you know not too many uh, chocolate IPAs or coffee IPAs in the past so we'll see what happens with this one and uh, I'll give it a pour it was uh, bottled uh, in January and uh, you know it's less than a, it's about right almost on the dot a month old I think January 8th and uh, Boy, it pours a really nice, uh, you know, no cloudiness at all. Uh, on the lighter scale of uh, color, 
uh, more of a, a yellowish, uh, you know, not too much in the amber realm, but more on the yellow side. Um, bright white head, reduced rather quickly, actually, to just a thin film on the top with a, a ring around the glass. Let me give it a smell. Yeah, I'm definitely picking up on some coffee in the aroma. I'm getting some hop aroma that's that's kind of buried in there amongst the chocolate and the coffee. Whoa. I can't remember what the, let's see if it says what the ABV is here. 9.4. I wouldn't call this a hot beer, but, um, boy, there's a lot going on with this one. Hmm. Uh, the chocolate and the coffee are, uh, there's kind of a, a bit of a battle going on there for attention uh, between the two. Um, normally, when I think about these enjoy buys, I'm thinking, yeah, fresh, you know, IPA, big hop character, you know, fresh with malt backbone and, you know, really aromatic uh, from the hops. But this is way different than that. Um, I mean, you've got these flavors, you know, hey, they're almost overpowering what would normally be that great underlying, you know, stone and joy by IPA that we love to get every time they come out. Yeah, not the, not the greatest balance, in my opinion. There's just a kind of a clash going on there. Uh, nothing too unpleasing. I don't think that, uh, you know, I don't know about this as far as uh, a follow-up, but I wish you guys could have it and try it out for yourself and, and let me know what you think. Um, I mean, I'll probably, I'll probably pick one up. Um, I just didn't get, a, get a whole lot of shopping time in this week. So that would be something I probably would pick up just to try it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad I picked it up to try it. I'm I mean, just, the enjoy uh, by series is always, almost always a double IPA of some right. sorts. So it's sort of odd to see it veer off of that, but you know, it's a one shot. It's probably well, this not is like still going to continue doing that style of it. Well, like I said, this is still, I, I didn't know if I said it, but this is still a double IPA. It's just, I think with the coffee and the chocolate and uh, when I look this up online, I mean, it's got uh, over a half a dozen or seven or eight different hops varieties in oh, here. Oh, wow. wow. And, and that's why I say there's a lot of competition going on for everything to get in the upfront. I mean, definitely I'm getting a, a long lasting bitterness uh, long after the finish up front was this chocolate and coffee battle that, you know, there wasn't really a balance there. And uh, usually when I get an enjoy by, I mean, what I want right away is that, is that double IPA with that huge hop presence and that, you know, that juicy and flavorful, so this was different. It was much different. Well, I actually have one of these, and I haven't opened it yet. It does say flirtatiously fresh, so it's flirting with me as I speak. Um, yeah, I think they all say that one. Yeah, we all know how that ends. <laughs> <laughs> and incidentally, uh, Valentine's Day is my anniversary, and this will be my 13th anniversary. Oh. So uh, I was going to save this for my anniversary, well, do it. But, I mean, both of you guys are fresh. I might have to open it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, not well, recommending. You know I can always get another one, so I'm going to open it. Yeah. Why I'm not, not, right? not recommending, but I am trying to give you my honest, uh, you know, evaluation. Well, you know what? 
Well, yeah, JR, open that thing up and let us know what you think. It's always just good to have it, so. two points of uh, of opinion than uh, one. Okay, so I just poured it. I smell more coffee than anything on the aroma. Hmm. Yeah, I see what you're saying here. It's a, it's a struggle. Uh, I'm actually tasting... I smelled more coffee and I taste more chocolate. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, that's what I got at first. I smelled the coffee. Chocolate was first. Then some coffee flavor. Then I get the hop kick and the long-lasting hops. And I've had some great pale ales and IPAs that have coffee in them. And that complements... I don't know that chocolate works with, right, with this style. I think that the chocolate is the problem, but yeah, might have been just uh, maybe one too many, uh, one too many in the in the house. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, I I I've got to back you up on your uh, review, not just because I'm your partner in crime here. It's just because I agree with everything you said. It's nothing, you know. It's I can taste individual flavors here, but they're they're almost canceling each other out instead of complimenting each other. Right. So, gosh, we're so always, always so nice in the show, and it's really been, it's been a struggle these first two beers. <laughs> I mean, but I can't sugarcoat. <laughs> I can't sugarcoat. So, yeah. Well, maybe I'll find something else for my thirteenth anniversary. Oh. <laughs> Maybe you I'm should not find responsible. The, I'm not responsible. Yeah, <laughs> maybe you should find the one that I have right here. Well, you know what? Maybe that's a perfect segue in. And uh, yeah, uh, you know, hey, uh, you guys know I love Stone, and we love the other Enjoy buys. So uh, sorry, uh, we're not uh, rocking the boat with anybody, but you know, we call them like we see them, and like I said, we're usually more than generous in not saying anything negative, and we're not saying anything negative, but it's a uh, it's a really tough uh, battle here with, between all these flavors, and I just uh, there's so many good beers out there, and this is a a battle that just seems to never end. <laughs> so, with that being said, I think it's dug out some time. Let's uh, let's see if we can steer this ship in another direction. So let's right. steer the ship in another direction because um, this is going to be good. What I have here is from Old Nation Brewery. And if that sounds familiar, yep. oh, I think they're, uh, they got a shout-out in the last couple shows we've done. Uh, they're out of Williamston, Michigan, which is just east of East Lansing. Um, you know, they're, they're big, big beers. They're M43 IPA. But what I have from them is, um, boy, this is all Detroit. This is a Detroit beer all the way. And uh, it is called Sanders. Ooh. Chocolate fudge bumpy cake. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, if you're from Detroit, you know what bumpy cake is. It's um, it's decadent, and uh, it's there's extra layers of vanilla cream on the top, and that's then covered over with chocolate frosting, and that's oh. what makes it the bumpy cake. Um, but this is a double brown ale. It's uh, brewed with cocoa and vanilla. Eight and a half percent and twenty-five IBUs. The only reason I'm doing one tonight is 
This is an eight and a half, and it's 22 ounce, and it's just me. So, <laughs> and I'm not pouring any of this down the down the drain. I can show you that. Um, now the 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 nose on it is pure vanilla. That's the first thing that catches you, and then you get the chocolate right after it. But uh, the vanilla is very prevalent on the nose, and and really no hints of malt or anything like that. It's just chocolate vanilla. It it's it, it smells like cake frosting. It pours a, a, a deep dark brown. It's got a nice head on it. Um, the first sip of it is a bittersweet, or, or is, you get this vanilla cream on the front of it. It's really sweet, really really sweet, and a lot of cocoa in this, a lot of chocolate, uh, and then it finishes sort of dry and bitter, which is which I love because I love bitter chocolate, and. Uh, it, it, with with a little more vanilla on the finish of it. If I had one thing to say about it, that vanilla is a little strong for it. It seems to overpower everything, but otherwise, man, and that's like reaching for something that is anything but, you know, being a really awesome beer. I think this was released right around the holidays. It was meant to be sort of a Christmas beer. And, um, they did some specialized distribution with the beer, and I think it's just sort of now starting to get more absorbed in the market. So, uh, at least in our local area around uh, east side of Detroit, and probably into the west now, you're starting to see these bottles pop up. But I mean, this thing begs to be drank with like chocolate dipped strawberries, or it, you know, just chocolates in general. I mean, this is just really a sweet overload chocolate beer. I did have the opportunity to have it on draft, and I thought the draft version had a lot more chocolate in it and less more of the less of the vanilla. And maybe that I've been sitting on this bottle for close to two months. If maybe some of the chocolate starting to fade, I don't know. Uh, but it was different between the two. It's got a great label on it with the um, a, uh, big old hunk of bumpy cake. And <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm getting more hungry than thirsty. Just go on, Doug. Oh, on. man. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm hanging to save on every word. Just a big old pint of stout next to a big old slab of bumper yeah. cake. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, that's the visual I'm but looking But I'll at. tell you what. I, I think if you're looking for some kind of special sweet beer, a dessert beer, you know, you wouldn't want to go out and drink a six-pack of this. It's definitely <laughs> a sheer bottle. I'm going to struggle to finish this on my own, and I will, but it's, <laughs> it, <laughs> I think we steered the ship in the right direction as far as you did on point with being Valentine's Day yes. type of beer, a dessert beer, and being really good and high quality products. You know, Sanders makes more than bumpy cake. They have some excellent chocolates and um, they're pretty on the high end of things. Uh, but I don't know. Is, is it just like bumpy cake? It's, Nah, but it's close. <laughs> it's close enough to where you can call it bumpy cake beer. It, it's delightful. I've had it, and I was I loved it. It was so delightful, and all of the flavors and everything you described is exactly how I remember it. And uh, being you know a native uh, Detroit area you know downriver guy, grew up you know. Uh, special occasions on Sundays at grandma's house and stuff and break out the bumpy cake. And my brother who now lives in Sacramento, uh, I told him about it and actually I mailed him a bottle. 
and uh, I'm sure a number of bottles of bumpy cake have been have been shipped out to transplanted uh, Detroit area natives, you know, that are in need of a transfusion. So excellent beer. I re- highly recommend it Doug, along with you for the Valentine's day theme. It, it would go wonderfully as a dessert, uh, you know, with your date. So go get it. Yep. And uh, this is something I just even saw in the grocery store today. So, and like I said, I think they've widened their distribution point. Uh, there's plenty at the brewery. If you go there, which I highly recommend because that's probably the only way you're going to get the M43 stout unless uh, somebody else kind of nails it down for you. Unless you M43, follow the trucks. Uh, yeah, follow yeah. the trucks. Yeah. <laughs> they do an M43 stout too? All right. No, the, the IPA. Yeah. No, he was just well, mentioning it. Oh, oh, no. They, they, they have usually about eight or nine beers on tap there. I haven't been to Old Nation. We got to go. Yes, we do. That would be a great road trip. Yeah. Well, uh, you got that. Not uh, too far. And you know what? You know, the close, I think the closest brewery <laughs> to it is Ellison. Hey, well, there's a go. Double whammy. How about if I, uh, if I uh, pay for the beer nut shrink wrap to go on your RV? <laughs> on tour yeah you gotta pass that through mrs uncle pete <laughs> that's her that's her happy place i gotta try i, the, I try i tried to i tried to take over and then install a, a little keg dispenser in there and it was like no go so but for a for a winning brewery in my opinion that are doing really good things in a really short amount of time and for this being sweet like it is, but really drinkable and a fun sort of backstory on it, I'll, I'll give this one a thumbs up for sure. Yes, sir. Awesome. Well, uh, thanks for steering, getting the ship back on the right, uh, right navigation path because I can't wait to go find one of these now. I haven't had one yet. Oh, my. You must. Knowing how much you love a good stout, and especially a stout oh, yeah. that's full flavored, mm. I'll I'll pick you one up. They're just at the grocery store down the street. Oh yeah, no, I have no. I've seen it everywhere. I don't know why I haven't got it. Just so many beers, so little time. <laughs> that being said, <laughs> I do have a closer here that I know will close this show out in a positive fashion. One that can't lose. We had a couple trial and errors tonight. That's okay. We have, everybody tries something, and there's no right or wrong. Some people probably love the beers that we started out with, and uh, but I love this beer, and it is from Evil Twin Brewing, and it's called I Love You with My Stout. Oh yeah, it's a 12 percent ABV stout, and it is an absolute home run, and that's why I'm so happy that I have something fantastic. To finish out with so i just poured one and it's phenomenal kind of like a really thin just layer of uh light brown foam on the top uh the aroma on this is a uh, unbelievable uh full f- tons of malt tons of chocolate now i'm going to take a sip and i'm going to take another sip i'm going to take another sip <laughs> wow this is one of my favorite stouts that I've ever had. I'm going to read from the bottle. 
when I copied the famous Even More Jesus, I had to ask myself as an artist, why am I doing this? I didn't honestly know. It was just an instinct about beer as pure form. In a sense, this stout is like a metaphor for freedom, the sum of all the beauty that surrounds me and my perfect contemporary existence. Jeppy Jarnet Gerzo, brewer and founder of Evil Twin Brewing. I don't know what to say other than this is as full-bodied as you get, as full-flavored as you get. It's, I guess you could say it's a malt bomb, but it's not too hoppy. It's not too sweet. It's roasted malt. It's just dark fruits. It's not a barrel-aged stout. There's no bourbon. There's no, it's just everything a full-flavored, full-bodied stout should be, and then some. So, I guess appropriately named, I love you with my stout. Probably not something your sweetheart would enjoy. It's probably for a more sophisticated palate. And I could be wrong on that. But Well, you have to love yourself first. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, man, this is for, you know, uh, for a non-bourbon barrel age beer that I don't know if I've had anything better than this. Yeah, I've had that one, JR. I, I couldn't agree more. Um, very... Very classic, uh, well-rounded stout. Uh, I certainly recall it and enjoyed it thoroughly. And even, well, and you that, know, it's going to run the spectrum, too. As the temperature changes, you're going to enjoy it, and it's going to open up more and all that great flavor. And that brewery just has such a reputation for doing so many really high-caliber beers. A lot of off-the-charts ABVs, but, man... Just some great flavors going on in, in pretty much anything that they brew. I just love the uh, I love the the passage I read. <laughs> Why am I doing this? I don't honestly know. <laughs> uh, it's just somebody following their passion as of being a brewer and just trying to make the best stout that they could, and they they got they nailed it. So uh, anybody uh, listening to the show that has not had this. Please do yourself a favor, find it, seek it out. Uh, whatever the price may be, money should be no object to purchase a, a four-pack of this. You know, Find it, seek it out. Uh, you will not be disappointed. Uh, I, can, I will make a personal uh, guarantee to anybody that if you don't like this, uh, reach out to me and whatever you paid for it, send it my way. I will reimburse you and... Uh, I'll, I'll buy it from you. It's that good. <clears throat> yeah, no, just reading up a little on Evil Twin. Uh, I didn't know the history on them, I guess. Do they have production in New York, but they originated in Denmark, I think? Yep, correct. There's like two yes. brothers that had like a feud, and they both brew. They're Evil Twins. Oh, there you go. Story. So they're both yeah. incredibly talented brewers and uh, marketers and... And artists, gotcha. I mean, they're, they're really just so honed in on their craft. Yeah, a lot of interesting uh, beers they've got with interesting styles. It runs the spectrum, too. I mean, the Gozes. Uh, and uh, just a, a triple IPAs and the Biscotti Break series. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, Sours. All, oh, man. Yeah, they're... Uh, they do Even, great things. I mean, everything they touch turns to gold, and it's it's not by accident. It's because they know their stuff. 
Yeah. No, I had a phenomenal IPA from him this week, a uh, New England-style IPA called uh, bringing, bringing a Gun to a Knife Fight. And <laughs> I had a lot of really good beers that night. I mean, I really did, but that one was the winner. <laughs> Bring a good gun to a knife fight. I love it. Oh, just really kind of thick, syrupy New England IPA. I mean, you you guys would have been blown away by this one. You know, and I, one of the... Huh, I just slipped in my beer of the week, and we didn't even sample it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, it's almost like a, they've got so many. I, I wish we'd see more of these around here because I've only seen a very few of their beers around. Well, and they're very pricey. Um, yeah. You know, they're an upwards well, of $20 for certain bottles, um, which not everybody's into plunking down 22 bucks for a 22-ounce beer. Well, I would like to say something about that. Is a uh, good news for uh, consumers in Michigan. Is the distributor for these beers in Michigan? Uh, I guess I probably shouldn't name names, but the distributor for the brand uh, has has relinquished the rights to another distributor, and the new distributor uh, is pricing the products more in line with what other states charge. I think it has to do with how many layers of people touch the product and get a cut. But uh, I think you're going to see more attractive pricing in Michigan and more uh, a better marketing because the distributor that has assumed control of the brands is uh, is doing a great job and uh, has a better pricing structure than the old distributor. So without naming names, I think that Evil Twin will do better and will be more consumer-friendly going forward. So uh, that's great news for Michigan consumers. Appreciate you staying up on all those latest... Uh yeah, uh, no, it's, trend, uh, it's great news. Um, you know, and, uh, it's, well, this is great know. news. I mean, it's great news when you can, you know, pay $16 for something that's originally, you know, priced at $24. Um, it makes a big difference. Yeah. Um, for whatever reason, the distributor that uh, no longer has the brand was, you know, had, had a different price point than the new one. And, uh, Without going into details, it's uh, better news for Michigan consumers. And uh, so seek these out. I mean, uh, just about everything Evil Twin brews is solid. I guess they said even more Jesus was the base beer for this. And uh, they set out to make it better, and they have done that. But even more Jesus on its own is a great beer. Um, That's another Evil Twin offering. So... uh, you know, again, uh, you know, yeah, I love you know, my stout is a good Valentine's Day name, but this is probably not for your 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 date. It's probably more for you <laughs> or your wife. Um, well, uh, I, if you I, I if you would say that we've sort of segued into the to our brewery of the of the week in a way. I mean, uh, like we said, any any of their uh, darker beers are going to be more towards dessert type beers so they're going to be big and um but they'll go great with things like chocolate strawberries dessert stuff like that amen yeah uh, yeah you know the one thing i would say is that i know we've reviewed this on a previous show but if you do want to impress the missus you probably can't go wrong with the southern tier the the the, the creme, creme, brulee. Things, right? creme brulee and i know we reviewed that on a previous valentine's day episode it's it's one of those beers that you can't drink alone, and I think they might have actually finally got wise and are putting it in 12-ounce bottles. One can only hope so, because it's almost well, impossible for one person to drink a bomber of that. It's so sweet, but 
but and it's, I'm hearing that's uh, a new and upcoming trend with a lot of breweries now, and even with uh, rare and special releases that they're going to be doing 12-ounce bottles, huh. uh, which I think is pretty good. I agree. I saw a bunch of those uh, bombers of creme brulee on the shelf today, and I looked at the dates, 2015s. And, and Uncle Pete can vouch for this. I mean, we've done episodes where we've had, you know, six, seven, eight beers, and the ones where we taste the bombers, I mean, we're <laughs> probably not finishing them. I Trying to hang in there, yeah. Oh, man. We've walked away from the studio with, uh, you know, over in uh, St. Clair Shores there with probably close to a half gallon of beer sitting on the on the desk yeah. in so the, the studio. So the 12 ounce is a great thing. <laughs> 12 ounce is a great thing. And uh, so I, I, I guess uh, I think Dugout just alluded to the fact that we're going to name Evil Twin our Brewery of the Week. I think it's the undisputed uh, for this episode anyway. And cheers to Evil Twin. Uh, do you guys, uh, maybe I should uh, go around the room. What do you guys think? Well, yeah, I only suggested had a couple. It, it, yeah, I suggested Evil Twin as the brewery of the week because, I mean, just what yeah. I, my little story about the beer I have from him earlier in the week, or anything that's sitting up on the in the marketplace that is just outstanding. So, Christopher, yeah, when you uh, when you edit out when you edit this episode, please play uh, "Am I Evil" in the background by Metallica. <laughs> yeah, because I, the uh, the. I love you with my stout, and maybe one or two others. The New York Hotel Room. I'd like to have more. One. Love to have more. The New York Hotel Room. I had that one. Now that I recall, yep. That's that's also fantastic. Yeah, and the uh, uh, Imperial Biscotti Break. Yeah, that'd probably be a good yep. Valentine's beer. Biscotti Break. Absolutely. Yeah, several variations of it. So uh, before we wrap this episode up, I'd just like to ask each of you guys for a couple more Valentine's Day recommendations, maybe ones that are more appropriate for you and your significant other. Oh, well, how about, uh, I know Bell's does a nice cherry stout. If you like uh, chocolate-covered cherries, I'm sure you'll get some hints of a cherry cordial out of that one. Uh, I'm pretty sure if I recall right, they do use Michigan cherries in that one. Yeah. That's a good good choice. Doug out, do you have anything in mind? Oh, absolutely. But I'm going to move away from beer for a second and go into mead. And we've done, you know, we've threatened to do a mead show. We haven't gotten there yet. But we've done some, a little bit, interjected some of the meads from Bee Nectar and uh, things like that. So I would suggest a mead, uh, which is fermented honey uh mead from shram's meadery in ferndale michigan um it's not cheap but i've never had anything from them that wasn't absolutely astounding blow your doors off um and i think that is something that's so easily accessible to anybody that drinks it because it is so good and because the flavors are so forward on it that you couldn't go wrong so Shram's Mead, um, not always easiest to find, and it's going to cost you a few bucks. But in the end, I mean, you're doing this for a person you love, and you're both going to enjoy it. I couldn't agree more. Boy, uh, and you know, pretty much anything that anything you could possibly find will be you know top shelf, uh, first class. So uh, I prefer the dark fruited ones. 
Black Agnes is off the charts. Uh, Blackberry, Raspberry, The Statement, which is Cherry. Yep. Cherry, Red Agnes. And if you ever if you're ever in Adeline. the Detroit area, please uh, go to Ferndale and find Shram's Meadery because it is absolutely off the charts. I mean, you you it'll be life changing experience to taste their products. It is that good, and that was a great great suggestion. Uh, you know, to kind of take us uh, in another direction, Doug. Thanks for mentioning that. Oh, so, absolutely, and they're not the only meadery in town, so if need is your thing um i heard somebody um say the mead triangle and i thought for a second and i corrected him and i said uh it's it's five-sided there are five meteries within i don't know 10 or 10 or 12 miles of each other um uh two in ferndale and um, two in warren and one in Madison Heights, and they're all doing really, really good things. Well, yeah, so Sellerman's, remember? Sellerman's has some great sessionable meads around 6%. You got uh, Dragon Mead, Coonan, Bee Nectar. Yeah, when you come to Detroit, don't just think about beer, you know. Step outside the box and try some mead, and we will get that mead episode very, very soon under our belt because it's long overdue. And perfect for Valentine's Day. So I guess it's time to wrap it up. Uh, we got our brewery of the week, as Evil Twin, our beer of the week. Uh, any comments, guys? Or I'm go- I'm going to go with what I got right here, and that's bumpy yep. cake. I, I mean, agree. That sort of embodies the whole uh, um, spirit of what a Valentine's Day should beer should be. You know, yes, sweet man. and just really a nice drinking, easy to drink beer. All right, so the beer of the week goes to Old Nation Bumpy Cake, chocolate stout, I believe it is. Uh, it's a double brown ale. Oh, a double brown ale. I did not know that. Yep. Well, it's really good. Doug Out and I uh, have a special affinity for brown ales as ex-Newcastle employees. So uh, cheers, everybody. Uh, time to wrap up another edition of Beer Nuts. I think we, uh, we we started out slow but finished strong for sure. And uh, my my last comment before we go to Mexico is uh, this: uh, I love you with my stout is getting warmer, and boy, has it opened up to even more complexity. I'm going to take one last sip and describe it for you. Wow, just wow! Dark fruit, raisins. You know, maybe. Uh, Black cherry. So good. So good. So, all right. Well, that's our beer of the week. Evil Twin. I love you with my stout. So, happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Uh, and enjoy. Uh, if, you, if, if you're single, you can have some My Bloody Valentine from Ailes. <laughs> or if you want to be uh, single. <laughs> um, if, if you. Yeah, not to be shared. Have a significant <laughs> other. You know, get them some bumpy cake. Whether it's a liquid or solid form, you can't go wrong. And uh, I love you with my sound, all of you. So, all right. Everybody, as they say in old Mexico City, AMF.
If you enjoy this show and want more people to know about it, head on over to iTunes, leave a comment, and rate it five stars. Make sure you like and share us on Facebook, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Just search for Christopher Media. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Most importantly, we would like to take the time to extend an extra special thanks to you. Christopher Media could not exist without your support. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net, and thank you for listening. Christopher Media, let's make some noise. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net.